Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find the full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. We love bringing you the biggest names from the world of country music here on the podcast, so thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe if you haven't already, and that way you'll never miss an episode. And if you're in the UK, you can listen to Absolute Radio Country live and enjoy the no-repeat guarantee. It's our promise to never play the same song twice during your workday between 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. Right, on with the podcast. This is the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. Dustin Lynch, I'm looking at your trainers, your your sneakers there, bright orange. It is hunting season in Tennessee, and blaze orange is, you know, seasonal for us right now. True. I mean, I grew up with a hunting family, and you know what always confused me is, like, they would be wearing camouflage all over and then bright orange as well. And I'm like, yeah. do you or do you not want to be seen? <laughs> Album killed the cowboy. Yep. That's quite a bold statement. It, it, well, you it know, got my attention when it came out. I think it would be a little bit more bold if it wasn't a song on the album. Because yeah. then people would be like, oh, whoa, what's going on? I did get uh, the initial asks before you know the imaging came out for the album. When I was starting my first promo of it, people were like, are you losing the cowboy hat? You know, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you'll see why we named it that. What it really points to me is, is the album is kind of me accepting where I'm at in life. I find myself beating myself up a lot, you know, my inner conversations of you could be better. Are you the best you could be? You know, what's wrong with you? You know, how can you unlock the next level of life? And, um, well, like, are you constantly kind of doubting yourself and stuff like that? Oh, for sure. All of us artists do. We're all introverts. Yeah. We, we picked up instruments and started writing songs because we're introverts and our, you know, we picked up whatever instrument and started writing our bedrooms, mm-hmm. you know, so most of us. So we're like, um, a lot of us artists, there's very few true extroverts, I think, that write songs and, and do this for a living. It's a great way to kind of deal with all the stuff that's quite difficult to deal with, yeah. you know, to have this outlet to not only songwrite, but also perform. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of people find it difficult to believe that people who perform in front of tens of thousands of people every night are actually quite shy. But I think most of the artists that I meet are. Yeah, well, we, we can hide behind, you know, the guitar and yeah. the cowboy hat and... Uh, I think, yeah, it's it's something you, you got to get used to. But then it becomes something for myself that I need. You know, I, I, I'm having a hard time finding time to say no to things and being okay with it. You know, and I think that's probably why I'm still single and haven't, maybe I haven't allowed myself enough off time to really kind of be and uh, and allow myself time to find somebody. Is that because you think like, oh, if I stop doing it, it'll go away? Yeah, for sure. No There's that stop. fear. Yeah. There's that fear. There's also, I don't do well. I've been touring so long. I don't do well at home. Right. Are you um, not good on your own? No, not at all. Right. No, like my team's always like, dude, stop. You know, chill out. Stay, stay put at your home. Sleep in your bed. But, you know, now at this point in life, I have so many great opportunities to go on, you know, whatever adventures you know mm-hmm. even if i have a gap of three days it's like hey you want to go to vegas to this you know fight or concert or wherever you know yeah. there's always something to do and and being single and not having to check in with somebody i can say yes to those things lord have mercy yeah people be jealous of that for sure but isn't it great that we can talk about like insecurities now because it's not that long ago it just wasn't the thing to do oh, and i sure, don't yeah. just mean like for uh, a guy or for an artist uh, just in general people didn't really talk about mental health or they yeah. didn't talk about feeling insecure and you, you would just front it up and you know fake it till you make it and all that sort of stuff isn't it great that we're in a place where people feel free to talk about oh, that for sure sort of it stuff? is and it's so important i think through yeah. this process of this album getting to talk about it has been just as therapeutic for me as as writing it you know and recording yeah. it because when i'm writing a recording it's pretty self-contained it's like myself and my close circle of collaborators um, but getting to talk even right now, it's like, it's cool to get it out there. And it just reminds me, I think it puts it out into the air that 
um, you know, kind of where I stand in life and, uh-huh. and what I need to focus on. And also, um, it lets other people know, because I think it's really easy for people who, you know, maybe aren't in a kind of public facing role or they look at people like you and think, oh, my God, they've got it all sorted out. Like, if yeah. only my life could be like that, everything would be cool. And I think it's so important for those people to hear that, you know, even people that they look at and think they're at the top of their game and they've got the dream life, like everybody goes through the same stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah no doubt. I've, I've realized that, you know, just talking it out. And I, I think it's comforting for me to know that every time we take the stage now, the fans in front of us are, there's a lot of them in my position or, yeah. or that are going to find somebody. That's what's so cool about concerts. I love watching people mingle, you know, it shows mm-hmm. even, even before I hit the stage, if I'm just out there watching the opening actor in between sets, you know, I love the conversation. You see guys and girls kind of pairing up and then they're dancing and singing to one of our songs. It's the yeah. coolest thing ever. Concerts are a great catalyst for a lot of good things in life. Yeah. Concerts are a really good, place where a lot of people, I mean, it depends on the artist and the concert, obviously, but there's a lot of times where you look around a concert and you think, well, these people would never be in a room together yeah. if it wasn't for that artist or yeah. that song, you know, and, oh, sure. and everybody's kind of putting for, for the, that 90 minutes or however it is, you know, they'll put aside political differences mm-hmm. or like not understanding other people's whatever race, sexuality, yeah. you know, stand in life. Like everybody's just like, oh no, we've got something in common. For sure. And I think country is in a new era right now. Um, you know, with, with streaming taking off and, and Morgan and Luke having top 40 success, you know, yeah. all genre success. It's, it's brought a lot of new eyes and ears. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's good to be us right now in Nashville, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. Uh, congratulations on the album as well. And Stars Like Confetti, the song. Yeah. This is a lovely song. Thank you. Yeah. This is uh, another song. You know, a lot of music was born because we weren't allowed to tour for 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of relationships, um, rekindled or, or started there as far as, you know, creators in Nashville go. And, and stars like confetti is one of those blessings that happened because of those years. Um, my collaboration with jelly roll on the new album with, with a song called Chevrolet oh, yeah. is another, another one of those moments. I mean, that's going to be an ad soon, surely. Yeah. It, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, it's one of the songs we've had this happen before with think about you and with small town boy, where, put an album out. Of course, I, we, I love all the songs while well, I recorded it. Mm. So I'm a little bit blinded to like, what's going to pop, you know? And, and Chevrolet is one of those that's like raised its hand kind of in a wild way. Yeah. Going, oh, wow. We've not even really put any gas on this fire and it's already raising its hand and doing its thing. So I'm excited for it. And also, I mean, exciting for, uh, you know, an artist like Jelly Roll who has kind of turned everybody's expectations about what is country and what is accepted in country and what country can sound like. Yep. There's a lot of artists doing that at the moment, but Jelly Roll certainly at the forefront of that. He's done so many collaborations mm. and, you know, watching him, whether with Lainey Wilson last night mm. at a party, he is such a fan of other artists and he's so in it. Um, and he just seems so free with his time yeah. as well. And so how great that you guys got together to do this. Hardworking song. dude. You know, he's, yeah. he's one of those artists that um, he and I work with the same producer. That, that, that's what I was speaking on. It brought, you know, Jelly and Zach back together. They worked long before I moved to Nashville just on street beats, you know, and then yeah. they started talking about maybe making a country record. You know, he's always written and put out an album. It seems like every six, eight months, right? Mm-hmm. For 20 years now, I think so. People are used to him collabing a lot. Yeah. It's kind of the world he comes from. And, um, man, I'm happy. Like, I've said this before. In the timeline of my music, you know, getting to have a collab with Jelly Roll, another Middle Tennessee boy that I grew up knowing, you mm-hmm. know, that, and my parents would, wouldn't dare let me be around or listen to. <laughs> um, now my parents are big fans. Yeah, I bet you they know, are. It's cool how 
he has he has really kind of made it full circle into my parents not letting me listen to him, or maybe they've just grown up and I've grown up too. Um, but you know, in high school or whatever, to to now where we've got a song together, and, and they're always every time I talk to mom, she's asking how he is. Wait, and because he's such a teddy bear as well, isn't he? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. he's he's absolutely great, and also a real lesson in stick to itiveness. You know, like just keep doing it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was I was chatting with a lot of folks yesterday, doing a bunch of interviews around the CMAs and. Um, one thing that kept coming up is, is, you know, folks were going, man, it seems like there's a lot of love between and amongst the artists this year, just supporting each other. And I, I, maybe it's, a, you know, the result of a lot of collaborations and, and everybody supporting each other. But I, I think it's we all realize that we weathered a crazy storm we didn't see coming as a mm-hmm. town and and how hard it is for, you know, to come up with songs and to be an artist, you know, and, and how many years it takes just to get an opportunity. And so we have all realized that. We've all realized that it can be taken away from us quickly, and we're back, and we're back stronger than ever. And I think that's kind of the energy we're feeling this year. Yeah, there does seem to be a lot of love in the. I mean, I think country in general uh, has always been quite a collaborative, kind of supportive community, mm-hmm. which is one of the things I think that people love about it because it comes across in songs and it comes across in concerts. Without a doubt, as well. Yeah, well, we're you know we're based in country music. You know, originates in faith and family. You know, and, mm-hmm. and I think that goes you know is is a thread that we see continue on throughout the throughout the town so you know this is called Chevrolet I was uh, saying to producer Ricky like when I was growing up like my family was a Ford family and, yeah and you know it, it was like you you were a family of whatever that you picked your car sure. and you stuck with it and you yep. know like if my brother wanted to get a Chevrolet and my dad was like Mm-mm, we're a Ford family and, <laughs> I know. you know it was it's amazing like, amazing allegiance there yeah were you guys there. like that Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean we were kind of all over the map as a family but my dad had a Chevrolet early on so I've just I've always wanted a Chevy truck. It's what dad had, you know, mm-hmm. and, and whenever I finally could have took, could afford one, that's what I got. And then I've had hit songs with Chevrolet in it. So yeah. I feel weird if I sing about Chevrolets, you know, all week long. And then I come, come off the road back to a Dodge or something. Oh so yeah. You're, no, you're, a Chevrolet, right. you're a Chevrolet guy, but now it's, now I'm locked in. Yeah. You, you know, are I can't absolutely go anywhere now. <laughs> locked in. Uh, so I think the last time you were over in the UK, was it uh, C2C 2019? It was. Yeah, it was 19. That's a long old time. I know. We've been trying to get back. Have We've, you? Yes. And, and we'll it, try harder. I know. Well, we keep we keep having like it's the timing of tour and, and like right. opportunity where another artist asks us to go out and it makes a lot of sense to go out for a big portion of the year and it, it just overlaps. So we're we're definitely due to come back. I'm gonna try my best. And one of the reasons I, you know, I think it was a year or two ago, I, I couldn't make it. I want to do, a, a, you know, days on the front and back mm-hmm. of C to C because I didn't, last time we flew in, we were like squeezed it in between tour stops here. We flew in, show, 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 flew out. Yeah. It's like, that was my first experience in all those wonderful places. Yeah. I mean, it was an incredible experience, but the time I enjoyed was like after a concert, couldn't sleep. You know, I was yeah. like walking aimlessly through the hotel lobby and, well, I guess I'll go to the gym at 4 a.m., you know, and like, <laughs> oh God, you're that I didn't guy. really get to experience the cities. You know? Yeah, because I think what, the first time we met was backstage at CMA Fest at, at the stadium yeah. and you hadn't been over yet. And you were saying you really wanted to come over because you wanted to play golf in Scotland. Yes. And you didn't get to do that. No. Oh, come on. The weather was not going to allow that. Well, anyway. It's never going to. Yeah, it's I've just got to bring the windbreaker yeah. and go for it. I've had buddies that have gone over recently and had a great time. And since we spoke, I've got the golf clubs back out. And uh, I'm enjoying golf again. Like, I really am. You know, I played um, pretty much every day for 20 years, and that's what got me to Nashville. I got a scholarship to play in college here. Oh, is it? Yep. So um, after college ended, it was like, okay, now you're not on the college team. You owe us a greens fee to play 
you know, the course and it's like, well, I'm, I'm broke. So, <laughs> that ain't so the golf clubs went in the attic, but they're back out. And, um, man, we've got a lot of great opportunities to play and, and definitely we'll get over there at some point. Golf and country seem to be like quite a big thing. I've talked to so many country artists that are, it's in, actually, yeah. yeah, the last Kane Brown, Darius Rucker, they're all the last few the years. Golf. Darius has been in a while. The last few years, there's been a lot more artists to get yeah. into it. And, um, do you go out and play with other artists? Yeah, for sure. Actually, Kane is uh, one of the reasons I got him back out. I was on a tour with him, and he's recently picked it up in the past couple of years, and, and he's avid. So yeah. when he heard I used to play, he's like, dude, you're getting the clubs out. Like, let's go. So we, uh, we, we we started playing on tour together, and it's a lot of fun. He's picked it up quick. He's Kane's a very natural uh, – he's a great athlete. So he's, yeah, he, he, he comes to him naturally. He's got great hand-eye coordination. Um, and, and Has he ever gotten you on a skateboard? No. Oh, can he board? Oh, he can board. Really? Yeah. I'll be damned. I didn't know that. Yeah, he grew up. He grew up. Oh, well, he told me he did anyway. Yeah. We had a whole thing about it. Hell it's yeah. funny, the first time I met him, he was all about like computer gaming. And then the next time I met him, he was all about golfing. Yeah. And the last time I, we were talking about skateboarding. So yeah, he, personality. He seems to just cover all his bases. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you can combine all three things. Hey, you sure can. It feels like a lot. Jack of all trades. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not going to be the best at any of it, but he's the best, one of the best at music. So he's got that knocked out. That's yeah, just, yeah. Everything he's else got, is fun. He's got it covered. <laughs> I just want to talk about Reba because everybody's like, you got to ask him about Reba. Yes. You're a big Reba fan. I am. My original crush. Oh, my God. What's my mom to was love a, about Reba? My, I know. My mom was a huge fan and, and always had her on in the house. And um, it's it's just, you know, she is just and continues yeah. to, to um, do it right, you know. And, and just being around her now at this level, um, watching how she runs her world and, and treats her team and treats other artists, young artists, um, lifts them up. You know, she went out of her way several times for me early on in my career where she didn't have to do it. But mm. um, it, it just became it became obvious, like, oh, this is this is more than a childhood crush now. This is a role model. Yeah. And um, and, and I think every young artist can, can pay attention to how she and Dolly yeah. um, have done it. And, uh, man, it, they've, they've just honestly kind of opened all of our eyes. The sky's the limit. You can do a lot of things and, and let the stage of country music let you help a lot of people you know, on, mm -hmm. on your path through life. Yeah, I mean, still lifting people up and like oh, the sure, people yeah. she takes out on tour with her, the people that she talks about. Yeah. And, you know, she loves a corn dog. So what's Yeah, exactly. When it comes to Exactly. Reba. I love she's on The Voice now and um, everybody's going, who's going to get the who's gonna get the voice slot? Who's going to get the voice slot? I'm all about it. I would have been, I think I would have done a great job. But then when I see Reba lands and I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. much deserved. And the first night she's got corn dogs and tater tots. On, you know, out for everybody on the crowd, I was like, "Yeah, she's fitting right in." You know what Ricky called uh, British Ricky over here called tater tots the other day. He ordered potato tots. Potato tots. <laughs> All right. You know. I was like, "Bless his heart." Okay. <laughs> Final thing: Cowboys and Angels over ten years old. It is, and man. still so important. Like last night, you were performing it, and people, it was like box fresh. Yeah, it's wild. I've I've watched streaming what it's done, and for whatever reason, out of nowhere, this past year, boom, it's back in our top five. People still dress up as that song for Halloween. Oh, really? Ten years later, and it's like, wow, what an impact! Yeah. You know, I, I would like to see what other songs. You know, I'm not tagged in other people's songs. Yeah. But I'd like to see the list of songs people dress up. Can, if you can think of any for for Halloween songs, the, the, you know, there can't be for. like a thousand of them. No. And it's like, wow, you know, that's an, that's pretty impactful. That a decade later. Somebody's like, hey, let's be that for Halloween. Yeah. What? That song's 10 years old. What are you talking about? Do you know if that was Reba's song and that happened, she would market that costume herself and get a cut of it. 
Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> Party City, here we come. She is a businesswoman through and through. You need to be. I need to get, get you on the team, man. What's up with that? How I did I not think of that one yet? Just throwing that money away. Yeah, for sure. Uh, always a pleasure to see you. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you, guys. We'll see you in the UK soon? Yes, for sure. All right, we can't wait. Cheers, thank you. The Country Music Talk Podcast from Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll have another dropping soon for y'all, so don't forget to keep it country. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 